You know who this is, Crowder? Oh, Donna Summers. Oh, got it again. I never cease to be amazed by your music knowledge. Come on, son. I've been on the show with you for years. Man, unbelievable. All right, let's get the uh, headlines here in the 4 o'clock hour with our pal Alejandro Solana. The sports update, it's driven by the new Palmetto Ford Truck Super Center. <laughs> Why buy your truck at a car store? Palmetto Ford, we know trucks. We know Solana prefers whom over Donna Summer? Donna Winter. Yes, one of his all-time classic jokes. It's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, before everyone starts texting me, I know it's Fleetwood Mac. I enjoyed the joke of him being completely wrong, saying that he's right and just moving on. <laughs> Took everything in me not to pull out the Donna Winter, by the way. Everything I had. It's a great one, man. You should yeah. keep it. Don is Mount Rushmore of uh, giggles. You got the Donna Winter. You got the cheese elbow. <laughs> you, you got Sandy Alcantara Day. <laughs> cheese elbow. I forgot cheese that elbow. One. That was something. <laughs> I mean, it made an impression, didn't it? I mean, it. Uh, you never oh, forgot it about it. It made an impression. Sure did. I actually started to miss Falero's sense of humor, and he didn't have one. <laughs> um, where should I start? Because you tease Dolphins news, which I'm not exactly. Yeah, there really is none. I was I was looking at some of the tweets. I mean, Joe Shad. I thought this was interesting. Tweeted out: Christian Wilkins had more tackles this season than any defensive lineman in recorded team history, and more than any NFL defensive lineman since at least 1994. Dang, how about that? We, I mean, we talked about him. He he balled this season. He did. He did. But it's it's crazy when you're, you know, you're in the D-line and you're not on a dominant team. It just kind of goes under the bridge. Dolphins line, this is interesting to me, is down to nine. So at the beginning of today's show, it was Bills minus ten and a half. And I, I was thinking, I, I you know, I, I, I hesitate because I really don't want to bet the Bills because I want to root for the Dolphins and... I don't like betting against a team that I'm rooting for. Um, but I was thinking about putting it in at 10 and a half because I figured it's going to go up and it is now down to nine. And I just wonder if there's anything to, to read into that. Does that mean Vegas thinks there's a chance Tua is going to be cleared and is going to play? Because if that's the case, that line's going to seven. If Tua yeah. is cleared and is playing... That line's going to seven. If it's Teddy Bridgewater, it's probably going to hang out there at the nine, ten uh, mark. And if it's Skylar Thompson, it's going to go up to fourteen. Um, but if I, I, I find it somewhat intriguing that the line is down to Bills minus nine, and I wonder if somebody is starting to think something. I, I would. I'm guessing is that the the thing we keep talking about how tight the Dolphins play with the Bills and a win and a loss two-point, three-point deficits where people are looking at a double-digit line and we're saying, these teams are these teams are very similar. Be, but they are if it's Tua out there. I, 
That's my point, Hawk. I don't know. Maybe, you know, people like to gamble without yeah. the playoffs. There's less games. Maybe they're just literally going to look at box scores and saying, wow, these teams are very, you know, these teams right. are Right, that could be. Match. Like, if you're just, right, if you're just looking at the two matchups, if you're kind of handicapping and if you're not giving it the context of who the quarterbacks are or were, then, yeah, you'd look at it and you'd go, wow, that's a lot of points for a team that played them close and actually beat them one game this season. Yeah, and then people were watching that last Dolphin game, the one up in Buffalo. That was a big game in the snow and all the, you know, all the right, reports. Right, And when you watch that game, you're looking at a powerhouse because Buffalo was rolling at that moment. And you see the Dolphins play them to the last minute, and you're like, ooh, they had to kick a field goal to beat them. Hawk, listen, I'm still on it. I would have took it at 10. I'd take it at 9 for sure. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> um, let me just see here because Joe Shad has been – Tweeting out some stuff at the uh, kind of looking back at the season. Joe Shad from the Palm Beach Post, led by head coach and offensive play caller Mike McDaniel, Tua Tonga-Vailoa, Tyreek Hill, and Jalen Waddell. The Miami Dolphins ranked sixth in the NFL in total offense. The 2022 season was the first time the Dolphins finished in the top 10 in total offense since 1995. That's wild. <laughs> what happened again? <laughs> since 95. I mean, have they been looking for a quarterback since Dan Marino? It is unbelievable. Sure. Not to be in the top 10 in offense for, what is that, 23, 28 years? That's I mean, that, that's insanity. No, and it just tells you how many times they've missed. You know, yeah. multiple regimes, multiple GMs, multiple head coaches who've all missed on finding out a way to get this damn offense rolling. A couple more tweets from Joe Shad. Tua Tonga-Vailoa is the youngest player to lead the NFL in passer rating since Dan Marino in 1984. Mm -hmm. The Miami Dolphins defense, coached by Josh Boyer, Leads the NFL in total defense in the past three weeks. 245.7 yards allowed per game. I gave you the uh, Christian Wilkins stat. Zach Sealer of the Miami Dolphins finished fifth in the NFL in defensive line tackles. Joe Shad says one of the best waiver claims in club history. Yeah, I would agree Damn. with that. Yeah. So there's a little bit of... Uh, Dolphins news or whatnot from Joe Shad in the Palm Beach Post. A lot of positive, and it should be a positive day, but this quarterback health is what's putting a damper over this whole situation. Well, yeah, it makes obviously Sunday a little less tenable, but the, the truth of the matter is you get to the end of the season, you're in the playoffs, and your quarterback led the league in passer rating. Your defense looked great the last three weeks statistically. Your offense is number six in the league. I mean – it, you know, if you're Steven Ross and Chris Greer and you're doing a post-mortem on the season, I mean, statistically, uh, you're so much better than you've been in a very long time. And obviously, there's a couple reasons for that. Tyreek Hill, number one. Uh, Tua, number two. And I would say Teron Armstead, number three. Yeah. And it seems like there were some good years. We brought up 08. We brought up 16, you know, the last two times of playoff. And now the third time in a long time, even having a playoff game, Hawk. I don't know if I'm just being positive, but this seems more sustainable because Jalen Waddle and Tyreek are in yes. the contract for long yes. term. We have yes. a young defensive front. This secondary is about to get blown up. I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings, but X and Byron, and they're about to get blown up. But yes. now you have money to go get some other guys. Like I think this is more sustainable than any of those up years we've had in the past. 
No egg been hogging any time. No, don't do that. I thought I just All made a right. good. I was. I just, just made a good in. point. Made you a did make point. a good point. You did make a good point. <laughs> <laughs> you know that name just rubbed me a certain way. All right. Anything else, Solana? Just, just regarding the, the idea, though. I like that, doing that to him when he hasn't done any headlines yet. Anything else? <laughs> Hilarious. Uh, just the idea, though. <laughs> Crowder that that you know this team played Buffalo very closely uh in whatever that was week 16 or week 15 I'm with you but like this team is far removed from that outside of Tua I mean Toronto Armstead hasn't played the last two games the 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 offensive line in general without Brandon Shell is also banged up and I mean Tyreek Hill was basically limping the entire game Jalen Waddle went down with a horse collar he limped off the field and now the guy who really tore it up in Buffalo, Raheem Mostert, he might not even play Sunday. Like th- this team um, is totally different right now as it stands because of injury than the team we saw in Buffalo with an eight-point lead in the fourth quarter. Yeah, and the next man up thing should be the the thought, but I will be honest, our next men up aren't anywhere close to our first men up. Yeah, and, and I don't think most teams have next man up that, you know, I mean, there's a reason that there's a depth chart. But, I, yeah. you know, what, what Crowder was saying was if you're just a gambler looking at the lines, you know, you go, oh, they played them close. I just watched them a, a few weeks ago. And, again, you're not giving it the context that we know because you're right. It is a completely different team. I believe that you're going to see Sunday from the Dolphins. Maybe everyone will be ready to play. Who knows? Yeah, and 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 two, and we're talking about the the conversation was kind of around casual gamblers, right? I think there's people that have money on the Dolphins that don't even know who Teron Armstead is. Oh, a hundred percent. You know, I I like my brother, my brother who still lives in Chicago. He'll call me, I'm sure, before the game as he always does, and he'll his take, I'm sure, will be. Hey man, Dolphins! I wouldn't be surprised if they can upset them because they beat them once already this season, and they played them close the other time. You know, and and yep. so I don't I don't think most people have the context that we do. You want me to keep going here, Hawk, or you want me to start? What do you want? All right, you got anything left? <laughs> Thunder tonight in Miami. They play the Heat at seven thirty. Heat are Give also you fifteen depleted. minutes of heat in the next segment for sure. Some midseason grades. The Panthers. They play the Colorado Avalanche tonight, 9-30. Would you like a little cat talk here? you have any uh, ice hockey-related uh, sounds, Solana? Hey. Hockey fans, don't sit this one out. When it's game time, make Celsius a part of your play and get that energy up. Game day is fueled by Celsius Essential Energy Drinks, the official energy drink of the Florida Panthers. So they're in Colorado tonight. Uh, Panthers are a plus 110 underdog. Colorado, I think as everyone knows, the defending Stanley Cup champions. I don't know how many times I have to tell you. Uh, they're a minus 130 favorite tonight. Would you like some prop bets? Yes. All right. Alexander Barkov, shots on goal, is set at two and a half. <sighs> Under. And it doesn't have a goalie listed here on the props for the Panthers. Do you know anything about the uh, Panthers goalie situation tonight, Solana? I had checked this morning, but I didn't see anything either. I can uh, yeah, I don't see know if there's an update yet. here. Uh, Plus, it's on Colorado time. So, let me just see here. 
Don't know if it's going to be Bobrovsky or Spencer Knight tonight. Check one more site here. Bobrovsky. Bobrovsky. It is Bobrovsky? Yeah. Bobrovsky. All right. Sergey Bobrovsky tonight. Where are you seeing that? Uh, Jameson Olive tweeted it out. Oh. All right. Very good. Oh, yeah. I see it. Panthers tweeted it as well. Sergey Bobrovsky in net tonight against the Avalanche. All right. There is your... Cat talk. Hockey fans, don't sit this one out. When it's game time, make Celsius a part of your play and get that energy up. Game day is fueled by Celsius Essential Energy Drinks, the official energy drink of the Florida Panthers. Solana, you have anything in the headlines? The Marlins signed Johnny Cueto to a one-year deal. He's 36 years old. He's entering his 16th MLB season He's a two-time All-Star, and he won a World Series with the Royals in 2015. Yeah, not a bad little rotation they're putting together. They're trying. Oh, Kim Ang. I like it. Yeah, yeah. Sandy, Pablo Lopez, uh, Trevor Rogers, Edward Steve Cabrera. Rogers, that's our guy. Yeah. And if Sixto Sanchez can ever get healthy. Oh, I mean, if he could come back, I mean, you, you start to wonder. What's worse that Solana lend his voice to the uh, Noche de Sixto or the Tigers montage we played yesterday? <laughs> that montage. They both, they both have that same flavor, which is no flavor. <laughs> it makes me, makes me think of the story you told us once, Crowder, of going to a coach's barbecue at UF, a white coach, <laughs> and he was just taking the hamburger patty and putting it on the grill. There was no, not even any salt. <laughs> Straight out the public's plastic. I said, what is... Is that for the dogs? What are you doing? Oh, boy. Y'all love these thighs, don't you? No. I don't like those thighs. Just a quick uh, report, a little footy for you guys. There's a, there's a source out there reporting that Atlanta United is finalizing an offseason buyout of Joseph Martinez. And uh, also, per sources, he would then join Inter-Miami. This guy's pretty good Venezuelan, mm. and he was a 2018 MLS MVP. So that would be good news for Inter-Miami. All right. Tomorrow, Canes Hoops, number 16 in the nation. They play Syracuse 7 p.m. from the Watsko Center. Ah, Rondé Gadsden the seconds, Syracuse Orange. Sir. Mm. Finally, guys, in and out is moving towards the East Coast. Did you guys see this story? What? Yeah. No. They're opening a location in... Nashville, Tennessee. Okay. All right. Move it a little further east. I like that. Let's go. I'm out. You Not in? In and out. <laughs> yeah, I got you. Okay. Hmm. I really uh, wish Whataburger would come further south. I think Whataburger is better than in and out Burger. And there is a Whataburger in Tallahassee, so it's not like it's unheard of to have them in Florida. So... I don't know why they can't come further south. It, there's one in Gainesville, which is even closer. An In-N-Out Burger? I yes. mean, a, uh, I mean a, Whataburger. a Whataburger. Right off 75. Are you sure? Hawk, why do I tell you stuff and then you question it? <laughs> I've literally never been to Gainesville. I think you're wrong, though. I think you're wrong. No, I've been there. I think it's Seven. closed. It's not closed right by the mall, but right by the Oaks Mall. I think it's pretty. I think it's closed. <laughs> I do. I don't like you. All right. I'm looking it up. I mean, there's a couple in Jacksonville. I don't see anything in Gainesville. I know there's one in Tallahassee because I went there. We visited FSU with DJ. We didn't visit Gainesville. 
There's several in Gainesville. Oh yeah, he what was a burgers? Only, yeah, there's several. Uh, not in Gainesville, in, in uh, Jacksonville. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but I, I, what about Gainesville? I'm looking. I'm looking. All right. What a burger? No, I don't think so. You got a reheat a burger. It popped yeah. up. I don't know what that is. <laughs> I don't think there's a Whataburger in Gainesville. No, I don't think there used back, to bro. be. Take it back. I'm sorry, Hawk. You're right. I'm wrong. <laughs> there's no Whataburger you're in smart, Gainesville. I'm stupid. Yeah. <laughs> I'm your you're Gainesville good I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> that's a Guthrie's, bro. That's not uh that's not what that that gut box. No. I've heard you and Zach talk about that. The gut box at Guthrie's. Oh man. Texas toast, come on. I love any restaurant that throws some Texas toast on yeah, the plate. Yeah, yeah. I mean, come on. It it costs you next to nothing and uh there's something special about that big piece of toast. Yeah, a whole stick of butter on it. Oh my Oh, God. talk about it. Yeah, boy. You throw shade at Zaxby's all the time, though, and they throw a nice little Texas toast in the. I know. I box. actually, uh, I just use Zaxby's as a punchline, but I don't know. I'll tell you, everyone, and there is a Zaxby's up in West Palm Beach, but I haven't gone. Um, but I have on a road trip stopped there before, and I, I love the fact that they have the Texas toast. But everyone is raving about this raising canes. I mean, everyone that I know that's ever been to a Raising Cane's just talks about how it's the greatest chicken tender on the planet. And I think they might have Texas toast as well. I got to go. I've never been, so I got to check I, They're out. opening them down here because I know uh, one's opening in Pompano and I don't know. The, the, the Raising Cane's are coming down. So, Is it really everyone or just our friend Josh Everyone. Appel? Because Ev- he, who? Josh Appel. Yeah, Appel, uh, Appel does yeah. love it. Barry, my former roommate, went to Raising Cane's with his kid. I, forget, I, I can't remember where they were. Said it was the best chicken tender that he'd ever had in his life. Hmm. Come on now, Barry. Yeah. I'm telling Come you. On. Barry's been to every country on the earth. He had to find I know. a better chicken tender. I yeah. know. I'm telling you. He I'm going to check it out, though. People, a lot of people said the same thing about PDQ, though. And I went to PDQ, and I had one of the worst experiences I've ever had at a at a fast food restaurant. I mean, the the chicken sandwich was freezing cold. It just tasted unpleasant. Plus, there can't be a better chicken tender than the Zinger Mountain Melt at Ale House, anyway. So it's a good call right there. <laughs> I don't know about um, that. Donovan Campbell is texting me that back when he uh, was living in Texas, he had raisin canes. He said, pretty good, and then the, the fire emoji. Hmm. I'm, gonna I'm telling you. DC I am says, telling you. Yeah, I am telling you. People rave about Raising Cane's. I've had good experiences at PDQ, Solana. We like that place. There's one in Deerfield Beach. They open one up right near me, like near the zoo, near Zoo Miami. And it just, like the way people talked about it, the best chicken sandwich, the best chicken tenders, and it just, you know, it, it, it the, the hype was too much, I think. It was just okay. Where's the Raisin Canes? I didn't, they're opening one here? Or they, they I know one? they're opening one in Pompano where the Bobby Rubinos used to be. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't think there's one here yet. Gotcha. And, of course, uh, Appel, Aronde, any Panthers fan will tell you Huey, Huey Magoo's is the, uh, the place to be. I got to check that out, too. Yeah, I, I don't know where one of those is, though. I'm sure I saw a sign in Fed um, with the FLA Live the other day, so I'm sure there's a dad. Yeah, because if they if they win, you get uh, buy one get one at Huey Magoo's the next day if you wear Panthers merchandise. 
I got plenty of free T-shirts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead, Google that, Crowder. Humi Magoos. I think that's what <laughs> I said. Humi. <laughs> I thought I snuck it in. <laughs> Your weather, it's sponsored by Demesman and Dover <laughs> Law Firm. Youraccidentattorneys.com. Free consultations. I thought I was past the point of danger. I was like, whew, nobody got the human. <laughs> Little did I know there was a sniper on top of the roof. <laughs> Waiting. Uh, free consultations 24-7. Call 866-954-MORE. Right now in South Florida, partly cloudy. Uh, tonight the lows will be in the mid-60s. That is your weather. Really quickly, uh, somebody tweeted me. That the Canes play Boston College tomorrow, not Syracuse. And I just double-checked, and that is correct. The Canes play Boston College, not Syracuse, tomorrow from the Watsco Center. So thank right. you, Tweeter. So we got it corrected two hours and 21 minutes into the show. I mean, what, what do you expect from us? Just Did you give say it in the 2 o'clock hour, too? Oh, I think I said in the 2 and 3 o'clock hour. <laughs> I know you said it in the 3. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, I don't even know about the 3. I know you said it this hour. Yeah. 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 bunch of people saying there's a Raising Canes in Homestead. There's a Huey Magoo's in Coral Springs University in Wiles. Let's see. Another one, another Huey Magoo's off East Commercial in Oakland Park. Man, Homestead's popping off, bro. Yeah. Like there are a bunch of texts coming in. It's <sighs> a long way down. That oh. is a long drive. That's, Not that's, for Solana. 15 minutes south, baby. Right on uh, Turnpike South, exit two. Hit up a little Olive Garden. That's a nice evening. You know what for they the need. Solanas. You know what they need down here, Crowder. What's that? A little Papa Dough. Oh, I love me a Papa Dough. I know you do. It's the only place got me excited to go go eat for years. You know what else they need down here, Solana? Johnny Rockets. No, no. I you know I'm a big fan of Johnny Rockets. Come on, think harder. Uh, I don't know, man. What do they need down here? I mean, Earl, what of are they? Earl of Sandwich. Earl of Sandwich. You are correct. <laughs> Did I tell y'all, I used to drive from Davie to Exit 2 in Homestead when I was dating some girl. Worst decision of my life. You dated a girl in Homestead? Because, you know, I used to work out in Belle Glade when I first started my radio career, but I lived in, you know, Western... West Palm Beach, so, you know, out by the amphitheater. And I started dating a girl in Clewiston, which is probably a shorter ride than Davy to Homestead. And I realized there's no chance in the world that I'm, I'm making this drive. I mean, no <laughs> chance in the world. You drove mm -hmm. down to Homestead? You know what? You know what? Did, did, um, discourage the relationship. We ducked for a while. I would ride down there like three times a week. It was just, now I look back, it was just dumb decision. I don't know what what's going on. I knew what was going on, but I didn't... <laughs> Yeah, I know. It wasn't a good on. decision. But it was that Texas toast. <laughs> one time we went to Hard Rock. <laughs> you so dumb. One time. <laughs> that big, thick piece of Texas toast. Uh, Jack. <laughs> and she was toasty. <laughs> we, before Hard Rock remodeled and they had all the clubs outside, we went to Hard Rock and left there about four in the morning, and she had to work the next day. And I had to drive to Homestead oh. at four a.m. And I honestly believe that was the last time we right. hung out because I said, <laughs> "You know what? I'm not doing this again." Yep, I'm riding past Kendall about five thirty a.m. I said, "Yeah, this is dumb, Chan, and you just need to reevaluate your life." And that's the last time we got called her. 
Somebody texts in, uh, Solana, that they're opening Raising Canes on Lincoln Road in Miami uh, Beach on the 17th of this month. So wow. one week. Wow. I'd rather go to Homestead, though, i got to be honest, than Lincoln Road. Yeah, no, you can't even park around Lincoln Road. Yeah, you got to park in a garage. They charge you $63 yeah. for five yeah. hours. Oh, I remember, Jack. <laughs> All right, guys, I think we're about done here. All right. Did you do weather? I think I did. You sure? I did. Yeah. All right. And you did the headlines? I did the headlines, All right. Jack. 15 minutes of heat uh, in the next segment. Do not go anywhere. This is the Hawk and Crowder Show. Got to join me on May, June 5th. Hawk and Crowder. All right, 15 minutes of heat presented by Broward Health. Broward Health celebrating 85 years of service to our community. Then, now, forever, Broward Health. All right, are you ready for the heat mid-season report card from Ira Winderman in the Sun Sentinel? I am. All right. We look forward to this every year. Uh, have you looked at it in advance, Solana? I opened it this morning, but I, I figured you would do this, so I closed it out right away. So I, okay, I really so haven't have seen it. You don't know the grades. I have not seen the grades, no. Okay, because I like to quiz you. Um, and then Ira writes, before the letters, first some needed perspective, which are grades on a curve, achievement, compared to expectation. Got it? Good. In many cases, there is little need to delineate when it comes to grading the Miami Heat roster at midseason. But again, the exercise here is not necessarily how good a player was over the first 41 games going into tonight's game against OKC, but rather the level of overachieving or underachieving. Bam Adebayo, what do you think the grade is, Crowder? An A. Solana? A+. plus. It's an A plus. Yeah. There was n- there never was a doubt about the defensive disposition, the ability to master all elements on that end, but the level of offensive contribution, the mastery of a point of attack in the paint has created a complete player, a two-way player, one in many ways only limited by the scope of the system. The Heat have outscored opponents by 95 points when he has been on the floor. You've been raving about him all season, Solana, correct? I have. I think he's or should be a lock for the All-Star. Easily the Heat's best player this season. All right. Jimmy Butler. What do you think Ira's grade is? Ooh, a B. Solana? I'm going to say a B- minus, just because he's missed so many games this season. He's got him as a B. Crowder is right. This is not saying that Butler still isn't the Heat's best player. He arguably still stands at that level at a career-best shooting percentage. But availability is an ability, and Butler played in only 27 of the first 41 games. That matters because this team needs Jimmy Butler more than ever. Show up for work on a regular basis, and he and the Heat will be on the rise over the final 41 games. I think we're all in agreement on that, right? Yes. Yeah. And don't take the last shot. (laughs) All right. Settle down. Settle down. (laughs) Whether it's near the bucket or the three, just don't take the last shot. Give it to Kyle Lowry. What do you think Ibra gave him as a midseason grade? C plus. Solana. Oof. C. It is a C. Measured against expectation. How can this feel anything short of disappointment? 
measured against the salary even more so. The impact, the impact has been limited to the point that Lowry as a closer no longer is a given. The Heat have been outscored this season by 11 when he has been on the court. I think a lot of us thought that he was going to come in just in incredible shape and, and kind of shake off what happened in the playoffs, but it hasn't really uh, amounted to that. As a closer, he had to throw that in there. How about just I think, him? I think, I, not even. I don't think he means like as a closer, like the closing shot. I think he means literally on the floor at the end of the game, right, Solana? Yeah, and and yeah. for the most part, he has been. But there's no denying he's been underwhelming this season as a whole. Like yeah. you can't, you just can't deny it. He defensively, he's not what he used to be, and offensively, I mean, you were hoping he would be as good as he was last year during the regular season and he's taken you know pretty steep drop off there as well I'm watching ryan clark right now on uh nfl live what's what color suit in boomerang what's what, what's the line what, what's um, mushroom yeah is it mushroom is that is that what the line is i know he had mush- the mush- your pops got on a mushroom suit no i don't think it's mushroom is it I don't know. I know he had the mushrooms on. He had the mushroom belt. Someone, someone texted in. 305-567-0560. Kendall about, Toyota text uh, John, line. John Witherspoon. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I know he had the mushroom. He had the mushroom I belt, I the like mushroom. I, don't, I feel like it wasn't mushroom. <laughs> well, let's see. RC's got on. It's like a maroon. He's got a, he's got a look working right there. And you know what? Um, I we get texts from him saying, "Boo, I'm gonna kill it today, y'all. Watch this, I'm gonna kill it today." And then he we see that, and then we text him back, "You didn't kill it. You you, you shouldn't have killed whatever you killed to make that outfit." Um, Tyler Hero, midseason grades for the Heat from Ira Winderman and the Sun Sentinel. Tyler Hero Crowder, A plus. Solana, A minus. An A, right in the middle there. Scorers, the NBA has plenty of. Closers, by contrast, are a rare breed. It is into the bold breach where Hero has stepped forward in this, his fourth season. It was one thing to do it as sixth man of the year against reserves, but this is scoring at an elite level against elite defenders. If the defense comes around, add a plus to that A. He's he's just wow. been... that that it, That's one of their best... Draft picks, right? Ever? Him, Ooh, ever. Bam, Bam Adebayo, Dwayne Wade. Yeah. 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 That's probably it right there. One, two, and three. And Mario Chalmers somewhere in that list as well. Right. No, so, no, he's not. You know what? The closer of our of our show, Kajana Carter just text. It is the mushroom suit. Is it with mushroom the matching suit? with the matching mushroom belt. Because you, you got to coordinate. <laughs> That's what he just texted. You got to right. coordinate. Because <laughs> you got to coordinate. Appreciate you, Key. <laughs> uh, Victor Oladipo. Oh, man. Um, us B minus. Solana? B minus? What is that? B minus? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'll, I'll say, I, I hate to keep going near Crowder's answer, but you're, you're kind of killing it here. I'm going to say a B from Victor Oladipo. It's a B plus. Ira says, 
Yes, he can when many thought it was beyond when he could. No, this is not the same all-star as with the Indiana Pacers, but the play this season has been of comeback of the year level if the NBA had such an award. The contributions on both ends have exceeded the estimations seemingly of all but Oladipo himself. He has been a surprise on the upside, Solana, correct? Especially during that five-game West Coast road trip, he averaged 19 points, and in all three wins, he played all 12 minutes of the fourth quarter. Um, Like, he's been, uh, the past month and a half, he's been a huge positive for the Heat. Caleb Martin, I guess his grade, Crowder? Um, A B. Solana? Uh, C plus from Caleb Martin. It's a B. It's a B from Ira. Uh, essentially everything that Caleb Martin has done has been what's been asked. Uh, Max Struess? Mm, still a B. He, I think he's regressed. Solana? C+. Plus. Yeah, Ira gives him a B-. minus. The shot has been inconsistent, but then weigh that against the ever-changing assignments. Coming out of camp, Struess was going to be the sixth man. Instead, he started 21 of the first 41. Everywhere from power forward to small forward to shooting guard, no player has a less defined role. Gabe Vincent? Ooh, the same B. Just they do their job, but it's nothing that's gonna push them to an A. Solana, a C. Yeah, Ira gives him a C. Says the same grade as Lowry makes sense from the perspective that Vincent has gone from seemingly known quantity to a player at midseason, somewhat still finding his way with a knee issue having factored mm-hmm. in. Vincent has been asked to do a lot, but to get the opportunity to do a lot, the shot has to be better than. Uh, 0.298 on threes and a 0.387 from the field. Yeah. Duncan Robinson? F minus. No, come on. C minus. C minus is what Ira gave him. <laughs> yes, there is more diversity in the game than previous seasons, including play toward the rim, but Robinson was signed to do one thing at a world class level. That has not happened often enough this season, although persevering through a finger injury also has to be factored into his equation. Uh, Dwayne Dedman? <laughs> C. F. Solana? F. Now I got a D. Yes, an ongoing foot issue has been severely limiting, and credit is due just for making it to the court. But the Heat have been outscored a team worth 90 points when Deadman has been on the floor, and that is in a quarter of as many minutes as Bam Adebayo. And didn't he just get replaced in the rotation too, Solana? Orlando Robinson has been playing ahead of him. Um, the, you know, the Heat would, would are, keep saying that a lot of it has to do with his injury because he's been unable to stay healthy, but De- Dwayne Dedman has not been good this season. No, There's no other not. way around it. Um, Orlando Robinson gets a B minus from Ira. I'll ask you one more here. Udonis Haslam. A plus. Solana. A plus. Incomplete, according to oh, Ira. Considering on. his passion for the game, this almost comes off as a slap, but it shouldn't. But everyone else listed above has appeared in at least 10 games. The 42-year-old Heat captain has appeared in just five for a total of 37 minutes. I have a problem with Ira because he prefaced this all by saying expectations to what they're doing. 
True. Everybody's expectate, ex, expected, expected <laughs> UD to sit on the bench and encourage guys at practice. That's why y'all convinced me why he should still have a roster spot. So I have to disagree with Ira. He gets an A++++++ for being exactly why he's on the team and doing exactly what he's I, there I think I think I'm kind of with you because I don't think anyone expected him to have 37 minutes in the first half of the season. I'm not even kidding. Come on. And the Heat didn't he start a game, Solana? I was about to say the Heat are one and zero when Udonis Haslam <laughs> starts a game. That's my favorite stat of the year so far. <laughs> what about that oop that uh, bucket that uh, little Tyler threw to him? <laughs> that was that was ter- That's Tyler's fault. That was so wrong. Huh. You, you you get a teammate cutting unguarded to the rim. What are you supposed to do? Look and see if it's Udonis Haslam. <laughs> <laughs> he fell down. <laughs> he needs a life alert. Goodness look gracious. at Look and see first before you throw it up there. <laughs> Guy's 42 years old. Um, all right, there you go. 15 minutes of heat. Don't go anywhere. We'll take a break. We'll come back with more Hockman and Crowder. This is the Hawk and Crowder Show. Well, the secret is you've got to coordinate. Uh-huh. Most people don't coordinate. So you got to coordinate. Hawk and Crowder. Uh, so here are the lines, the current lines, because I was fascinated earlier with the Dolphins-Bills line down to nine. Here are the current lines for this weekend. The two games on Saturday, the Niners are nine-and-a-half-point favorites. Nine. Uh, Niners are nine-and-a-half-point favorites over the Seattle Seahawks. And then the night game, the Jaguars and Chargers. That is a pick'em game. The Bills-Dolphins on Sunday, the 1 o'clock game. Bills, nine-point favorites over the Dolphins. They were 10.5. 4.40 is the Vikings-Giants game. Vikings are three-point favorites over the Giants. And then the night game on Sunday, the Bengals are seven-point favorites over the Ravens. And then there's the Monday night wild card game this year, which is the Cowboys at Tampa. And the Cowboys are two and a half road, two and a half point road favorites there in Tampa. Mm. So there's the current lines for wild card weekend, which is almost upon us. And believe it or not, our Dolphins are part of it. Very exciting. The uh, five o'clock Funky Buddha happy hour is just moments away. So do not go anywhere. This is the Hawk and Crowder Show. Arriva, pa' bajo, pa' centro, pa' entro.